Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest says we were created to be feared by the devil. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Do you want to find out why and how and start doing it? Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited about this praise. Uh, which God gave you, we are made to be feared of the devil. I mean, I mean, I, I could just say that over and over right. and over again. How did you get that revelation? I was actually praying one day and uh, the Lord spoke to me and said, I have made you to be feared. And I said, Lord, I don't want anybody to be afraid of me. <laughs> I want to have friends. He said, no, you don't understand. I have made you to be feared. In the garden, when he said, I put enmity between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. And I have put something inside of you that the devil fears you. And so he took me back into realizing when Lucifer was in the throne room of heaven and he was uh, called a covering cherub, he was called the morning star. Jesus, the son of God was called the bright and morning star. He was there in the glory and the presence of God. He understands the power of that glory. God has, has put his self into us, his own DNA. He's put his glory in us. And because of that, we have something on the inside that makes the enemy be fearful. But the next part of that, he says, we're also wonderfully made. That word wonder means to be full of wonder or expiration. That means that he's put in something inside of us to we should explore the greatness and explore all that God has for us and all that he's written about us. And it was written from the very beginning of time. This will blow you out of the water. Tell me about the person that had bypass surgery. Yeah, they had a triple, uh, quadruple bypass it was. And a, his father had arterial sclerosis. And they told him this bypass, bypass probably won't last more than three, three to five years. And because your father died of this, this could be fatal to you. And so his mind began to think that this, this is the way it is in my life. I'm just gonna die from this. So I you talked to him about changing the way that you think. Your body wasn't made by God to deteriorate. You really set that thought in your body and it's begun to shut down. So he began to think, these arteries are given by God. I bless these arteries. These are good arteries. These arteries were given to me by God. I bless these arteries because they're good arteries. The blood throws through me. Now that's the last thing in the natural he'd be saying. Exactly, because he didn't feel that way. Right. 
And then when he went back to the doctor, he said, you've got to see this. I've heard about this in medical school, but I've never seen it when personally. He said, come here, let me show you. He showed him on the scan. He said, this is the bypass I put in surgically. But your body grew a natural bypass around that one. And we don't know what to think about it. It was God's hand. Hallelujah. Praise God. What you're teaching is so significant, and so few Bible believers understand it, they're actually sabotaging themselves and their families. Uh, I, I heard you teaching about what we, how we sabotage our children. Right. Explain. Well, we tell them what we feel and not what their destiny is. We'll say to them, uh, you're, you're stupid or you shouldn't have done that. Don't be like your brother. You're going to turn out to be like Johnny down the street. And so we put within them a thought in their mind because thoughts can create pictures and pictures can create destiny. And so we've given them permission to go and be bad or go to act up. Instead of telling them you were made in the image of God, God had an imagination over you and he has a destiny for you and you can do anything that God has placed in your heart to do. I would say to him that you're smart, you're intelligent. It just needs to come up out of you. He has confirmed by the teacher and everybody else around him, you know, that he's not doing well. So when he hears that, that internal voice in there that says, I believe in you, especially from a parent, uh, a, a person in authority does something for them. Tell me about the uh, drug addict you were introduced wow, to. Wow, that's incredible. I was in Australia ministering and uh, before the meeting, I was there ministering on partnership with the Holy Spirit. And this uh, young lady came up to me and she said, Hi, my name is Jennifer and I'm a drug addict. I've never had anybody introduce themselves like now, that. That reminds me though of, uh, what is it, AA. They say, hello, I'm so-and-so and I'm an alcoholic. Exactly. Now, that, that may work in AA, but what you're doing, if you only understood the science of the brain, oy vey, but go ahead. Well, I, I thought it was really strange. And so this meeting started. She sat right on the front seat in front of me and it was an irritant to me. And I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, how long are you gonna put up with this? And I thought, I don't know how long you've been putting up with it. And he said, I have sent you here to change the way she sees herself. So I, I went over there because I was a little bit irritated and I didn't mean to be this loud with her and got right up in the front and I said, who said you were an addict? You're giving yourself permission to fail and be an addict. You're a daughter of the most high God. Now stop it. I got an email from her uh, three months later and she said, I went home that night for 24 years. I've used several times during the day. I didn't use any meth, any other drugs. Uh, the next day I didn't use any. I started feeling better. It's been three months. And then she sent me another email, six months. And now recently she says, I have enrolled in a Bible school and I got my driver's license back and I've been clean for an entire year. This all just started by her, you adjusting the way she thought right. about herself. Because she saw herself as a drug addict. And Proverbs says, as you think, so you become. And she was seeing herself in this way. And however you behold something, you become it. So she needed to get a picture of the way God saw her so she could become like what God was thinking about her. Instead of saying, I've accepted the reality. I'm a drug addict. This is my destiny. But she had another injection of a thought saying, I don't have to be this way. In fact, I've been giving myself permission to be a failure at that. This, this is your, your whole thesis statement. If you can transform your thoughts, 
You can transform your world. What did Jesus mean uh, about the, uh, to take the kingdom of heaven by force? Yeah, in Matthew 11, and sometimes people take that out of context. He's saying, John the Baptist, there's none greater than, than anybody been born of a woman like John. And then he says, but anyone entered into the kingdom is greater than John. It's kind of like a backhanded compliment. But he said, the kingdom of God is experienced violence and the violent take it by force. And so the word violent, there's biazo, which doesn't mean militant, doesn't mean violent. It means to crowd out. So he said, if you're going to enter into the kingdom of God, that you're going to invite this king in. And when he comes in, he's going to crowd out everything that doesn't have his touch, his DNA. He's going to crowd out thoughts. He's going to crowd out your ideas. He's going to create, crowd out your opinions, your cursings. And he's going to and set up his rule of thought, his rule of, of injecting into us. This is how I feel about you. Uh, you know, even science is confirming what we're talking about right now, but this is higher than science. This is the highest in the world, and so few Bible believers understand this. Science says 75% of the illnesses that people deal with come from your thinking. Let's get your thinking right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! Now, that's a powerful statement. If you transform your thinking, you will transform your world. How did you come up with that, Kerry Kirkwood? Well, I began to see a lot of people uh, that they were having difficulty with their thoughts and minds in counseling. In the process of that, I realized that uh, their problem was in their mind, and they were having nightmares and issues with one another, what they thought about one another. And so the Word teaches a lot about the thoughts and how we can deal with them. You know, one of the things when uh, I, I listened to the tape and read the book, uh, I knew this, but I was slipping in an area, and it was just so important to me, and that is the second you identify an ungodly thought, and that's easy to identify, uh, you, you snip it in the bud rather than letting it go, on, rehearsing it over and elongating it. Uh, have you found that helpful for a lot of your people? Yeah, if you can recognize that uh, what you're thinking is an injection, just like in the Garden of Eden, when uh, the serpent comes and injects a thought into Eve and says, Hath God said, anytime that you're in opposition to the Word of God, then you know it's not a thought from God, and it's not righteousness, peace, or joy, so you can identify it, and you don't spend a second meditating on it or even thinking about it, and you reject it and kick it out. And, and you talk about get out of agreement with the devil. What do you mean by that? Well, the idea is that uh, Jesus said, the prince of this world comes, but he finds nothing in me. And when the soldiers come to take Jesus, they kept falling down because there was nothing in Jesus that agreed with that, with that spirit of, the, of division and strife. And so he, they had no power over him. So when we don't come into agreement with the devil, we, he has no power over us. And one of the things you teach is discernment. Knowing the difference, and, and you would think everyone would know this, but very few know the difference between God's voice and the devil's voice. How does this discernment kick in that you teach on? Well, God's voice always leads you into an intimate relationship with Him, and the voice of devil always brings a sense of doubt, wonder, maybe not, and it brings a division in your mind to where you become double-minded and you can't get clear thought in, in a direction of what you need to be doing. 
But the most important thing, in my opinion, is you talk about a book in heaven and there's thoughts that God has for us. And how do we receive these thoughts? How do we know our destiny? Well, Psalms 139 tells us that that uh, our DNA is written there in a book. Actually, there's five books the Bible talks about, but it's our baby book. It's when we were born, before we were ever in our in conceived in our mother's womb, that there was a book written about us and God's potentiality for us, and it's written there. And when we begin to hear the thoughts of the Lord, we begin to pick up what has already been written from the very beginning of time. And we get the chance to, to with faith, walk it out and see how God performs what He's already written about us. You know, I happen to believe that God always shows these things to His children, but we reject them because they're too impossible. Impossible unless God's involved. Well, God always speaks things to us that's way beyond our world and way beyond our thinking. If we can make it happen, that means it's our thought. But when God begins to speak to us something that's way beyond our ability to perform it, then we know it's, it's up to Him and He works with us in our point of agreement to bring about what He is saying to us. And we can have that power of agreement with Him by saying, yes, Lord, I take that thought. It is your thought. I take that thought captive. And I hold on to that and believing that God is going to do what He said He was going to do. Because it said, it is written. It is written. Jesus said every time He answered the devil in the mountain, it is written. He was saying because it was always written before the foundation of the world, how it is that God has things about you saying, it is already written about you and you have the right and the opportunity to fulfill what God has already said about you. How does right thinking affect our physical health? Well, science has told us that 95% of illnesses are thought-related or thought-induced. In other words, if you begin to think, I'm sick, then all of a sudden, as Proverbs says, as one thinks in their heart, so they become. So immediately your body begins to take, take note of what you're thinking and begins to respond what you're telling it and immediately you begin to have symptoms of that. So if we can change the way that we think, we can change every part of our physical body and everything around us. Now, many have self-defeating thoughts and they can't seem to change. They want to, but they can't. I, I mean, I meet people about, all the time that have such a negative view of themselves. Can they really change and fulfill their destiny? They can, but they have to really commit themselves to it. They have to commit their hearts to it. They have to commit their minds to it. And you read a toxic thought by replenishing and putting in a godly thought. And we begin to understand that God really does have thoughts for us. And so once we begin to train ourselves to think about what God has said about us and not what someone else, our friends or neighbors, being worrying about what they're thinking, then your mind becomes renewed and your heart becomes enlightened with what the Holy Spirit is saying. Here's what I have in store for you. Now, your teaching is so practical so biblical because you are a God-given teacher. Uh, what caused you originally to, to even teach on this subject? Well, I began to realize that most people, that the way that they thought was affecting their marriage, was, a think, was affecting their relationships. People began to have paranoia. They began to think people were talking about them when they weren't. And the enemy was just injecting ideas into them. And they were even thinking maybe God was showing them. 
And because of that, it started showing up in their bodies. They started getting arthritic conditions. Bitterness began to, to come in. Husbands would be, uh, think their wives were cheating on them. And wives thought their husbands were cheating on them. And it was just a, a mindset which had no reality. So they had to have a renewed mind to be able to hear what God was saying about the vision for their marriage and their family. Now, one of the biggest strongholds I've observed in most believers is fear. Yes. How does this affect fear? Well, fear, the Bible says, is torment. And so fear is a thought-induced idea the devil puts in there. Uh, the Bible says, Job said, that uh, that which I feared came on me. So as you begin to dwell on fear, fear and you begin to concentrate on fear, Fear becomes the new norm. Fear becomes your reality. So when you have the thoughts of the Lord, it casts out fear. You have love thoughts. God loves me. His mercy is there for me. And it actually repels the fear and kicks it out. So now you have replaced something that was a void there uh, that had fear taken over. And now you filled it in with the, with the heart and love of God. Now, of course, this is a brand new book, uh, but you've been teaching this for a while. And right. The CDs, uh, the four CD set, How to Control Your Thinking, uh, that's, that is everyone needs that. Trust me for every area of your life. Tell me uh, some feedback that you've gotten on the teaching. Well, people have told me that uh, it's changed how their, their physical being, has changed every part of their life. One person uh, said how that they were told they had arterial sclerosis, and so they immediately started thinking as my father died with that, and so these, my, my arteries are just deteriorating as I'm speaking. So I began to talk to them, I says, change the way that you think. God didn't give you that thought that your body is deteriorating, but consider that God who created you is also the God who made those arteries. And he started blessing those arteries and said, God, I thank you that you put these in. These are good arteries. And when he went back to the doctor, his body had grown a new artery bypass around the ones that doctors had put in there. And he realized that the way he was thinking, it was causing his body to start deteriorating. But when he changed his thinking to thinking about the way God thinks, then his body responded uh, to the same accord. And I, I heard you teaching yesterday, and it was fabulous, about the mistakes parents do with children. What if you have a, a, uh, a child that is totally selfish, uh, totally a brat, uh, not going to amount to anything, and you tell them that, and you talk about them all the time. Will that really hurt them? Yeah, it does, because uh, if words can create pictures, and pictures can create destiny, so why not put a thought into their mind as saying that you can do anything that you set your heart and your mind to, and then give them the thought that I, I believe in you. You're able to accomplish anything. So that way it kicks out all of the, the fear these children have moving into society and it tells them that you belong to Jesus and you don't belong to the world. So it already sets them up to see that my life is patterned in this direction. Kerry Kirkwood teaches you the power of right thinking. And if you transform your thoughts, you can transform your world. Order Kerry's brand new book, the Power of Right Thinking, and his four CD teaching series, How to Control Your Thoughts, for an investment of 39 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org, S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9394. 
Once again, the offer number is 9394. We now return to It's Supernatural. Even science is confirming that we must control our thoughts. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Explain. Well, our mind affects so much of our body. In fact, we literally have 30,000 thoughts a day and is running through, and I don't know how they estimate Speaking that. of the mind, that's pretty mind-blowing, 30,000 thoughts a day. And, and how many are good and how many are bad? Yeah, it's confusing. you got left brain and right brain, and you're trying to figure out which side you're thinking of. And some people just find it really tormenting with that. In fact, in medical schools, they found out that 50% of the new first-year medical students end up having symptoms of the diseases that they've been studying. They've been reading about mm. it, they think about it, and they pick up the symptoms because that's what they're thinking about. You, I love this teaching you have of we are created to receive God's thoughts. Amplify on that. Well, Psalms 139 says, His thoughts are towards us are so innumerable that who could count them? Psalms 40 says something else. The thoughts of the Lord are continually going towards us. God is bombarding our spirit with thoughts and he, we need to pick those up. And once we understand what he's thinking about us, then whatever somebody else is thinking about us, rejection, you know, offenses, whatever, becomes so minuscule, it doesn't have a place. It's crowded out because the thoughts of God are stronger. And so once we latch onto that and we begin to walk out what he's thinking about us, not what somebody else's expectations are, it really brings a whole life of peace and it affects us physically. Our body responds to the thoughts of God. He created us and our body responds, the creation responds to the Creator. You talk about a book that God has, probably, not probably, it was before we were conceived in our mother's right. womb, which has all His thoughts about us specifically, our destiny. Tell me about that book and how can we find out about yeah. it so we don't miss it, we don't blow it. Now, Psalms 139, right in there where He talks about the thoughts, He said, that I have written all your DNA in that book. And just like the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world, there's things that happened before this world was in existence. So wait a second, if he's written all of our DNA in that book, then I know he didn't write we were supposed to have bad DNA. No. So how did we get the corrupt DNA if his book says we're supposed to be wonderfully and fearfully made? Well, when God created us, He said, it's good. Right. And so He didn't create us and said, well, that's bad, that's not so good, this is mediocre. So the DNA, it just doesn't mean He's marked down our chromosomes. It means here's your potentiality. It would be like God prophesying over you, a book of prophecy. I call it God's baby book for me. And so He's written things. And I don't want to stand before God one day and find out that I hadn't even gotten out of the introduction and He had chapters and chapters of written about me, but because of fear and thoughts that I would fail and thoughts that uh, I'm not worth it, not well in, uh, in my own thinking, then I wouldn't get beyond that, that introduction to what God says. When God called me to teach in the Word, my first thought was nobody in my family has ever done this. None of my background is this way. And so I had to decide, am I going to believe my past and am I going to step into my destiny? Tell me about the principle of reset. We have, first of all, tell me what a stronghold is. Yeah, well, the Bible says, uh, 
pulling down every stronghold and cast it down that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. The word stronghold, there's noema, which is the word for thoughts. So if you have a picture like of a fortress, he said that we have created this fortress, this stronghold out of thoughts. No one likes me. No one cares about me. No one has ever loved me. And so I'm, I'm not worth anything. And as I think, so am I. So I've now I've built this stronghold. And so nothing can get in and nothing can get out. And people become loners. They become, uh, you know, introverts because of that. Simply that's not how thoughts. God, that's uh, not how God made you. But that's what the world and the devil has made you. It's time for you to come out of that shell and be fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, so you talk about reset. What does that mean? Well, we know even in the natural that you can do something for 21 days and you can just detoxify your body or, and, and detoxify you spiritually as well. So for 21 days that if you were just to make a, a, a journal of all of the thoughts I have that are that are negative against someone else or against myself, so on, and just make a note of that. And then I have some other thoughts that the Bible says about me that I'm going to do replacement therapy. I'm going to reject this thought and I'm going to replace this one on top of that. The Bible said when the enemy comes in, comma, like a flood, God raises a standard. It's not the enemy flooding. God has, wants to flood us with thoughts, wants to flood our mind with this is what I feel about you. Here's your hope and your future. Jeremiah 29 says, I have thoughts for you, not of calamity, but of welfare, of a hope and a future. I just need to click onto what God's saying and replace that. And for 21 days, continually going over what God says about me. What I'm finding is that's what science says. But when you're using the supernatural of God, the Word of God, which created everything in the first place, it can change everything and you can speed this whole cycle up. That's right. When we come back, Carrie's going to talk about here's a special anointing for people that have sleep deprivation, but even those people that are fighting rejection, that are thinking, the worst thoughts of what people are thinking about them. There is such hope for you. You don't have to deal with those strongholds. We'll talk about all that and a lot more when we come back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. If you love watching our It's Supernatural TV program, you can now watch hundreds of archive programs online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, on your computer, your smartphone, your iPad, or your favorite tablet. ISN will be the vehicle to equip you to being normal. Normal as defined by the Bible. Just log on to SidRoth.org forward slash ISN. We now return to It's Supernatural. You know what Kerry does? He tells me he abused negative thoughts as opponents. And, and you actually, in the morning, what do you do? Well, the Bible says that we take every thought captive, and that word captive means at the point of a spear, like an invasion. And, and uh, Paul says, do not give the devil any ground or geography, it's literally, don't let him come and set on you. And so when I have negative thoughts, I literally have to see myself going at that and saying, you're trying to invade my territory. And so I reject that and I don't meditate on it. I will not give it a second thought and I reject it as something like poison to me. 
you get on top of it before the devil can even throw his exactly, spear. Exactly, exactly. I like that. Well, we're, we should be in control of our own thoughts. Uh, I know people that uh, say, well, let's go over here and eat. They say, no, I changed my mind. If we can change our mind about things like that, we can change our thoughts about things that are being corrupted to us. Okay, tell me about this sleep deprivation. As I, as I see reports, there are many people right. that, are, that are, have insomnia of some right. type, sleep apnea, all of these things. Uh, you have a supernatural anointing, but tell me basically what the problem is by your perception. Well, sleep deprivation really starts messing with the mind. And when a person doesn't get good rest, then we start uh, having paranoia. We start believing things that's not real. The enemy is much easier for him to come in and plant thoughts and ideas and that. And so we, we just no, see Not only that, right. we're supposed to hear from God when we're sleeping. Exactly. If we're not sleeping, we don't have yeah. the dreams. Well, Psalm 16 says, while we're asleep, the Lord communes with us. Right. And so I see in a lot of places to where there's just sleep issues there. And so, but it's also that when people lay down at night, their mind is racing and running the replay the thoughts of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and so how you calm your, your thoughts is really an issue. How that you calm your mind and change your mind from the freeway to over here at a, a quiet little country road. And we can do that by taking charge of our own thoughts. What would you say the, the goal of right thinking is? It's to, kind of, to open ourselves up to where we can really hear what God has to say. Can everyone hear what God yes, has they to can, say? Because he made us with the ability to receive from him. But everything that crowds out the busyness of the day, the, the fear of the world, the, everything that family has to deal with, the, the cares of life choke out the seed. I would like you to pray whatever God shows you, but especially uh, uh, people that are paranoid and, right. and feel rejection and, and, and sleep deprivation. Amen. All of you that are, that are dealing with uh, sleep apnea or, or that sense of night, you just can't restless at night, then I'm going to pray right now that when you lay down to sleep, that you can have the promise of what the Word of God says. He gives His beloved sleep. Sleep is a gift from God that you have to receive it. And some of you who you dread the evening, I dread night coming because I know I'm going to sit there and toss and turn and all of that. You tried pillows and everything else. Try this. Begin to consider and think about Jesus loves me with an unabandoned love and He wants to come to me in my sleep and reset some things and He wants to bring me an upgrade just like your cell phone. While you're sleeping, you're going to be upgraded. So let's pray right now. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you've given us the right and the gift to receive sleep and to be recuperated every morning. You say your, your mercies are new every morning. I pray that the mornings become fully alive, that when they lay down at night to sleep, they'll not have torment, they'll not have nightmares, but you even give dreams to those that you want to say things to. And we break this cycle of sleep deprivation. And I speak over you right now that you will be filled with peace and lightheartedness when you lay down tonight in Jesus' name. And right now, you that fear the future, you fear what's going to happen. You might have a fear over the economy. And the Holy Spirit is saying right to you that your hope and future is not in what man does or what happens to the economy. 
that your hope and future lies in God's gift to you and his eternal reward for you. So right now in Jesus name, I stand against that tormenting spirit of fear that brings to you thoughts of destruction, thoughts that you don't have enough, thoughts of failure, thoughts of rejection that creates paranoia in your mind to make you think that other people are thinking something when they're not thinking that. I break that. I cut that off. I cut off that umbilical cord that has tied you to another thought, to another another lesser God, and I break its hold, and I release the peace of God to rule and reign over you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. For those that have repented of their sins, and spoken with their mouth. They believe that Jesus has forgiven them and Jesus is their Lord and lives inside of you. You are made to be feared by the devil. A world-renowned leader in cellular biology and quantum physics discovered that stress produced by destructive cellular memories, which is the result of wrong beliefs, is what causes 75% of all modern illness and disease. These destructive cellular memories occur as the result of physical stress from accidents, surgeries, abuse, fighting, emotional stress from heartache, fear, guilt, anger, being overwhelmed, mental stress from worry, low self-esteem, feeling unworthy. These cellular memories are crucial to the health of your body, physically, emotionally, and mentally. Carrie Kirkwood has received a revelation on how you can access the supernatural power of right thinking and transform your body, mind, soul, and spirit. Call now and get Carrie Kirkwood's book, The Power of Right Thinking, and his four-part audio CD teaching series, How to Control Your Thoughts, Yours, for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9394. Through Carrie Kirkwood's powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching series, you will find out that your DNA was written by God in a heavenly book before you were ever conceived. Learn how you can tap into and fulfill God's destiny and purpose for your life. Understand how to renew your mind by agreeing with God's Word and His promises for your life. Receive supernatural power of the Holy Spirit to begin aligning your thoughts moment by moment with God's. No longer be ruled by what others think of you. Detoxify your thinking, purging out destructive cellular memories, and experience the resetting and transformation of your mind, soul, spirit, and body. Well, I begin to realize that most people, that the way that they thought was affecting their marriage, was affecting their relationships. People began to have paranoia. They started getting arthritic conditions. Bitterness began to, to come in. Husbands would be, uh, think their wives were cheating on them. And wives thought their husbands were cheating on them. So when we don't come into agreement with the devil, we he has no power over us. People who have sat under this teaching have been set free from sleep disorders and nightmares, improved their relationships with loved ones and others, understood how to agree with the flow of God's thoughts and reject the enemy's toxic thought patterns, been healed emotionally, mentally, and physically, entered into intimacy with God like never before. This series contains the keys for you to be able to release the prophetic power of God's thoughts over your life, your family, and your future. I can't wait for you to get the brand new book, The Power of Right Thinking, the four CD teaching series, How to Control Your Thoughts. I'm going to tell you something. If you can control your thoughts, if you can receive the destiny that God has put in that book before the foundation of this earth, you will change your world. You will operate in joy. You will operate in peace.
and you'll accomplish your destiny. Don't miss out on getting Carrie Kirkwood's book, The Power of Right Thinking, and his four-part audio CD teaching series, How to Control Your Thoughts. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9394. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9394 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. My next guest says the power and the culture of the original Bible, it was hijacked by the translators. His case is very convincing.